hitchhike to Birmingham if it hadn't been for love. Never would have called the train to Louisiana if it hadn't been for love. Never would have run through the blinding rain. Hey there, Michael Babcock here, and I hope you are as excited to listen to today's interview as I was to record it. I have the honors of being joined by the one and only Blind Joe from, that's right, The Voice. This guy competed against other people who feel that their voices are the best. And you know what? He didn't win it. I'll be honest with you guys. But Mr. Blind Joe knows how to take his passion and turn it into a way of living. And that's ultimately the objective of today's podcast and and of all of the podcasts that I have. Those of you who don't know me, my name is Michael Babcock, and I coach other blind entrepreneurs on how to build their business online. And the purpose of this podcast is to highlight passionate, professional, blind individuals with stories from their past to motivate you to get off your ass and make things happen. And I think Blind Joe does a great job at motivating people like yourself to get up and do something. If you like this content, go ahead and show him some support. Follow him at The Blind Joe on Twitter and Facebook. I'll link to it in the show notes as well. And also, don't forget to support his GoFundMe campaign. Uh, he, he's already got the album pretty much done, sounds like. You'll hear all about that in the interview. But if you support it now, you get first access to the new album coming out. Check it out, guys. Also, if you enjoy this, feel free to leave a review on iTunes. Let me know if this is the type of content you like. Sit back, relax, grab a beer, said in the introduction, I am joined today with uh, the man of the hour, is what I'm going to call him, Mr. Blind Joe from The Voice. How are you doing today, Mr. Blind Joe? I'm doing fantastic, Mr. Babcock. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing better than amazing. I've got nothing to complain about. And, uh, better I than amazing. Who would I care? like that. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to go ahead and just get right into the questions. Could you tell us a little bit about how you got started in music? Sure, man. When I was a kid, I was probably three years old. Uh, my grandpa was an awesome accordion player, and I know that's kind of an oxymoron, awesome and accordion. You don't usually think of those two together, but uh, I didn't know it at the time, and actually it took me quite a few years to realize it, but he uh, he put a lot of heart and soul and put his own style into things, and I would listen to him play, and I told him, I, I really want to sing with you while you're playing, and uh, so... He brought me over to his buddy's house, and his buddy played guitar, and his buddy's wife was on the keyboard, and I got got behind the microphone there, and uh, I don't mean to toot my own horn, but we uh, we put together a pretty ripping rendition of Frosty the Snowman, and it was at that point that uh, I thought, man, I really enjoy this singing stuff. And uh, a couple of years later, he bought me a guitar, just a cheap guitar from from Sears and Roebuck, and he raised up the strings on it and uh, secured some mailbox letters to the neck of the guitar so I could uh, kind of play it like a dobro. 
And, uh, and that's how I learned. He taught me everything I know, pretty much. i got to ask, do you have a recording of that Frosty the Snowman anywhere? I do. Uh, you know what? I actually, I bet I do somewhere <laughs> uh, on cassette. I, I'd have to dig it out. But yeah, you know, I wish I, I should have thought of that when I was on The Voice, actually. That would have been really cool <laughs> to hear, hear that. But uh, I, I know we recorded it. I remember actually listening to it a couple of times, but... I've moved quite a few times since then, so I don't know, but it would, that'd be awesome. I'm going hey, to look. You know, just to make a quick little pun there, we might have to explain to these younger generation what a cassette is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, back in the day before we uh, we all did things on our iPhones. Yeah, yeah, back in the day. <laughs> yeah, isn't it crazy, though? I mean, even CDs are becoming obsolete now. Yeah, and CDs, they didn't really stick. CDs are like 8-tracks, right? They didn't really stick around for very long. They were there, yeah. though. They've yeah, CDs had a good run, you know, 20 years, something yeah. like that. So did you pick the name Blind Joe, or is that just what you were called? It's something that's, I've always been called Blind Joe ever since I was a kid. Uh, you know, we had a few different Joes in my class, and uh, I guess when I was little, people called me Joey. As I got older, I wanted to be called Joe, and there was a lot, a lot of other Joes out there, and so I just told everybody, well, just call me Blind Joe, because, <laughs> I mean, it makes sense, you yeah. know? Yep. So that stuck. And, and even before uh, I started, you know, playing the bars and stuff like that, uh, all my friends just called me Blind Joe. So it's just kind of stuck with you from then. Yeah. So so have you been blind since birth? Yeah, yeah. I have what's called uh, retinopathy of prematurity. So I was born at six months. Long story short, what happened was uh, my retinas didn't attach. And uh, they actually told my parents that uh, there was a 98% chance I wasn't going to make it. And if I did make it, I was going to be severely multi-handicapped. What ha- what all that ended up happening really was I was blind. So There, there could be worse things, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. You know, and I get that a lot too. People are like, oh, man, doesn't it suck being blind? Not really. Think, no, no, not really. Like, I could not be able to walk or, you know, yeah. I could be deaf. Um, uh, you know, I love music and I love interacting with people and, uh, it's a hard thing to do when, when you can't hear anything. And I can't imagine being unable to hear or, you know, unable to walk around. I mean, that to me would be a lot worse than being blind. But I think talking to someone who might not be able to hear might say the same thing. About say the same blind. thing. Absolutely. So. And I have, and they, and they do. And they yeah. do. You're absolutely right. So, you know, it all depends on, on your situation, I think. Definitely, definitely. So, uh, you know, to, to the main point of this podcast, because you are our our celebrity. I mean, the first time that I ever heard you, <laughs> honestly, was, and I'll link to this in the show notes, uh, was on a How to Be Blind podcast. Yeah, yeah. Mike Malarcy and those yeah. guys, man. I love Mike. He's such such an awesome dude. And, he's got a uh, lot of energy. <laughs> he does, man. And he's so, you know... He's such an inspiration. I think a lot of people could really learn from from people like him and mm-hmm. and and all the other people on that podcast too. You know, uh, Shane and Garth and and so, Aaron and all those guys. We we do a podcast called Man Made, and we just talk about dude stuff. Yeah, and it's it's really a lot of fun. And we just we joke and we laugh and we have a good time. And and uh, we've actually not been able to do it for for a while now just because everybody's schedules are so hectic. But we're going to try to get back at it because we really really have a lot of fun. So if you've never checked out how to be blind, definitely go to htb2.com and check out what Mike's got going on over there. He's actually, uh, he actually just got, uh, got the Apple Viz gig yeah. too. So now he's working for Apple Viz, which is fantastic. 
That is. That's, it's, so, it's a move up in the world. <laughs> yeah, and the dude is he's just so awesome, man. Such a such a stand-up guy. Yeah. So really really a pleasure. I'm so glad that I that I've gotten to know him. You know, bringing you on here and and thinking about it, I that's one guy I need to get it, reach out to and get him Do on it. the podcast too. Do it. He, I haven't I'm done sure it for would. some reason. <laughs> yeah, he's he's wonderful. He's got just a such an inspiring story, mm-hmm. and and you know, I mean, he's he's just just an amazing guy. Definitely, definitely. So, getting getting to to the meat and potatoes of it, uh, the voice and and your amazing opportunity. The voice. I think I've that. heard of that show. <laughs> maybe maybe <laughs> once or twice. <laughs> so, what what caused you to go out and and apply for it or or audition for it or whatever you call it? Well, um, you know, I've I've been doing this music thing now for uh, over ten years, playing bars and. Gigs were, you know, most of the time every weekend, but, uh, you know, sometimes one day a week and, and stuff like that. And sometimes we'd go for a few weeks, three or so weeks without a show. And But every time I would play shows, people would be like, oh, man, you're just amazing. You're great at what you do. And you really should try out for The Voice. And now I've tried out for different things before. You know, the whole reality TV thing I really didn't think was was really my bag. So I'd been putting it off and putting it off, you know, because I was, I was a single dude and I was making enough money to survive. I mean, I had my pizza rolls and my whiskey, so I was fine. And I ended up uh, rekindling uh, an old flame. My my beautiful wife, Leanne, we dated uh, back in college, and uh, we ended up reconnecting via Facebook and getting married. And I thought, okay, well, you know what? Uh, I'm going to have to have to man up here. We want to start a family, and I want to be able to take care of her. And I thought, well, maybe I'll try this voice thing and see if we can nail it. And so I filled out the application online and went to the audition and uh, I got really lucky, man. Right. It's uh, it's quite the audition process. You know, a lot of people don't know that it, they think, well, you you go and then you wait in line and then you're like on TV. And that's that's really not the case at all. There's a lot involved and we sign confidentiality agreements and stuff. So I can't really go into a lot of it, but it's a very, very rigorous process mm-hmm. uh, and it takes quite a while. I could imagine, especially with everyone who who thinks they're the next big star, they have yeah, to go through yeah. the sorting process. Yes, uh, over forty thousand people auditioned for season wow. nine. That's ridiculous. And uh, <laughs> and I made it to the top thirty-two. So you know that's not too bad, man. No. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. So, so from what I'm understanding, your your album shouldn't have just been called or whiskey, wine, beer, pop, pills, and cocaine. You should have added some pizza rolls on the end of that too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, so, definitely. You know, and it's funny you mentioned that that title, and you know, I never really thought of that title uh, as anything but a title. Um, and and I get I get questioned about that title a lot, and I think people they see the title and they don't listen to the title track and, and they think it's like this song all about glorification of drugs and alcohol. But it's not. And, uh, it's not, it's really not. I, I wrote that song for my wife, Leanne, and it's a song about how, you know, uh, I used to live a little crazy and, uh, it's time to put all that stuff behind me and, and start living life. So, but now I got a girl. She's the finest I ain't seen. I'm in love. And I think that's really something with the music is is you can definitely put your heart and feelings into it and make it something different than what people would originally think of. Right, and that's the kind of music that I appreciate. I appreciate something that's I don't know if I want to say smart, but clever. You know, well written. Kind of makes you chuckle a little bit. You know, it's it's definitely definitely my style. 
Well, my, my wife, Mallory, just to, to throw it out there, Mallory is very fond out of that entire album. Her favorite song is Whiskey, Wine, Beer, Pot, Pills, and Cocaine. So awesome. uh, she awesome. likes that song. <laughs> I had well, to ask thank her you. Today. Thank you, Mallory. I appreciate that. That's, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I had to ask her, what's your favorite song? And she told me that one. I'm like, yeah, I, th- I think mine's smoking, though. Woke up this morning. You know, dude, I'll tell you about that song. I wrote that song when I was 19 years old. I was in Arkansas sitting on a bench, and that one just kind of came out. And so I started playing it for my friends, and and they they started laughing about it. And I I wanted to fill out the album, and I needed another track. And I thought, well, maybe we'll just put this on here and see what happens. And I get get a lot of people (laughs) that are like, dude, I love that tune, man. It is. It's, it's catching. It just it just sticks with you. <laughs> it does. It definitely has a catchy hook, and uh, it speaks a little bit about the, the times we're in right now with all the legalization and and stuff like that that's going on. It's it's a little bit more. It's it's more well received than I think it would have been when I was nineteen and wrote the song. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I I could understand that one. <laughs> So were you, compared to the other contestants of The Voice, were you treated differently specifically because of your No, blindness? no, no, not at all. In fact, uh, they, they, everybody there really bent over backwards to make sure that I, that I got what I needed and that everything was, you know, accommodated. And no, I mean, I was, I was just one of the people that were there. I mean, they were very, very nice and it wasn't, uh. It wasn't one of these things where, you know, sometimes you meet new people and they're kind of like, oh, oh, you know, we got to be extra careful because he's blind. You know, it was it was really cool. And everybody was was very understanding and super cool and, you know, wanted you to succeed and just amazing, amazing people, man. Really, really a joy to work with those guys. Awesome. Awesome. Glad to hear that. Now, what would be the biggest uh, challenge you faced while, while filming? Uh, you know. A lot of the different things that they would tell me to do, you know, like, okay, we want you to kind of pose like you're a superhero or, (laughs) and stuff like that. And I'd have to tell them, you know, guys, I don't know what that looks like. Yeah. You know, and then they would say, well, you know, do this, you know, like put kind of, kind of puff your chest out and do this or do that. And I I still, I mean, I'm sure I just look ridiculous, you know, because (laughs) when you've never seen anything like that, you don't know what they're looking for. Mm you just kind of do what you think and i'm sure it looks dumb as hell but <laughs> but we got we got through it man we got through it and leanne was there with me and, and she helped out a lot too and so we uh we made it work man and they really did a great job when it came down to the show and, and the editing and just it really i was i was very very proud of how everything turned out and 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 how great they were. And if if Leanne is anything like Mallory is, she she is definitely what keeps you on task and it oh. helps you not look like a fool. <laughs> Without a doubt, man. Without a doubt, she is definitely my rock. Yeah. And she's been she's been so amazing throughout this whole thing and I mean she quit her job, man, so that we could go try to make this happen and uh and thank God she did because now we're we're doing better than we ever have uh you know, financially and and uh our relationship is is great and it brought us i didn't think we could get much closer than we already were but it really has brought us closer together and now we're on the road together all the time and we just have so much fun and and thank god we do 
Because yeah. yeah. I can't imagine being in a shitty marriage and right? being together 24 hours a day. <laughs> oh, that would suck. That's, that's yeah. for sure. <laughs> so I'm going to take a quick pause here for a couple of seconds. We've got sure. uh, some of these questions to go on. But before we go on to these questions, how can people get in contact with you? How can they get to know more about you? Do you have a website or Facebook? Yeah. What's the best way? Absolutely. Um, I'm on Facebook and Twitter and uh, and actually Instagram as well. I know all the blind people out there probably rocking the Instagram hard. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, we've got blindjoe.com right now and that leads that'll take you to uh, my Bandcamp page actually where you can uh, you can connect with me on Facebook, Twitter and YouTube and all that kind of stuff. Uh, we're working on a revamped version of blindjoe.com and that actually should be up by the end of this week. Nice. So uh, so yeah, and it's really cool. I got um, some fans from actually from Barcelona, Spain that contacted me and they built the entire website for us for free and just really, really cool people. Awesome. Um, and, uh, and so, yeah, but if you want the Facebook and Twitter, it's just the blind Joe. So facebook.com slash the blind Joe and twitter.com slash the blind Joe. Instagram is the same thing. And the YouTube just to switch it up a little bit is youtube.com slash blind Joe music. Blind Joe music. I thought you were going to say Blind Joe the. No. <laughs> <laughs> and and for everyone else's reference, I've I've also seen him tearing up Periscope a little bit too. Uh, yeah, yeah, we rocked the Periscope, and now now Facebook has a uh, live stream. a live video thing that yeah. I I've had on my thing for like three or four months now, uh, and and just started using that recently, and that's actually really cool. Yeah, so it it is, and and it's actually remarkably enough somewhat fairly accessible. <laughs> it is, it is. The comments are a little weird. Like when yeah. you're trying to read the comments as you're as you're doing the video, right. I've kind of given up on that. Yeah, but other than that, it's actually pretty dang accessible. Before it comes to worst thing, you don't address what someone's saying. It's it throws it all into a native video, so you can go back and reply to the comments too after you're done. Yeah, so. yes, that's what I like. Is yeah. that it? It saves it right there on your timeline, and then you can just go to your notifications and go from and there. Uh, and reply. And go from there. So yeah, it's, it's really awesome. I, I like it a lot better than Periscope. Actually, <laughs> I, I'm starting to like it a lot. Don't tell anyone, but I'm starting to like it a lot better than Periscope too. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, so, man. So one more thing about contacting us. Come on. You got a GoFundMe out there, don't you? We do, yeah. And um, actually, that's still going on, only because I forgot to take it down. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, we we actually um, we've raised about seven thousand dollars, and that is all going towards a record that we have recorded. My vocals are done. Uh, we just have uh, a few different things that I mean, all all this stuff takes time with the mm-hmm. musicians and the production, and I have an awesome producer. His name is Rick Beato and he's worked with bands like shine down and Parmalee and, nice. and stuff like that. And he's producing the record and, uh, him and, uh, and GL, uh, whose name is Ken Lanyon. We call him GL <laughs> and, uh, really, really great guy, man. They've really let me kind of take full control of this record and it's turning out so good. Um, but the GoFundMe is GoFundMe.com slash Blind Joe if you'd like to contribute to the release of the record. We're hoping to have the pre-order up by the middle of March, and that'll be an iTunes and Amazon pre-order. But, you know, I can't I can't give an official release date yet just yeah. because we still have a little bit to work on. But I can tell you that it's going to be six fully produced songs, three of the songs that I did on The Voice and then three of my original tunes and then we're going to put a couple of live tracks on it and a couple of acoustic tracks as well so it's really going to be a a nice mixture 
of the, the fully produced stuff and then the stuff that you may have heard on my previous records and some live tracks. And it's really it's turning out great. I'm, I'm super proud of it. I can't wait for you guys to hear it. I can't wait to hear it either myself. I'm excited for it because I thank I, you. I, I like your music, so thank uh, you, thank you. We we put a lot of hard work into it, and it's it's I'm I'm I'm, I'm really excited. Sounds like it. I can I can definitely hear it in your voice. <laughs> yes, man. It's, it's gonna be great, dude. There, it's gonna be great. There you go. I was gonna ask you here uh, what what the biggest hurdle is you face uh, regarding accessibility when it comes to producing your new album. But I assume you you use other people and leverage other people. Or yeah, yeah. Rick, Rick and GL are really great about you know. See, in doing this with them, uh, you know, of course it came out of and I had to pay for it out of my own pocket, and then of course with the fans, with the GoFundMe and and a couple other uh, fundraising events that we had uh, locally here we really uh, didn't have to pay much out of our, out of our pockets. We did pay a little, you know, a few grand, but it's the kind of thing where Rick just says, okay, man, how do you want this to sound? As we have the different musicians play, I'm able to tell them, Hey, do this or do that. And it's really, I've had a lot of creative control. So this is going to be a record that, uh, you know, I guess if you don't like this record, you just don't like my kind of music because it's definitely who I am and and the way I want things to sound. So hey, it's it's your your album, your record. So, yeah, and uh, and, and, and like I'm, you. <laughs> I'm really proud of that because you know so often people get uh, signed to these major label contracts and and the company says, okay, well this is what you're going to sound like. This is what you have to do. And they really have no control over anything that they're doing. And whereas uh, me being an independent artist, I had complete control. And it's, uh, it's really cool. So, so you're not right now signed with any record label? Nope. Nope. I'm doing it all independently. And, and you like that, huh? I love it. <laughs> I love it. It's, it's definitely harder. It's, I, I, love, I love it being an independent record because you know I don't have to answer to anybody. And it is, it's harder because when you have a major label behind you, you have a lot of marketing and advertising. Mm. And you know, they, of course, they have a huge budget. Of course, we don't have that, but we do what we can through social networking and and uh, and different avenues like that. And it's uh, it's very organic, and I, I I appreciate that. That's that's yeah, definitely. I could I could imagine, and and it makes your tours and and the live events you do more personable because the people who come to see you actually know you. Yeah, absolutely, and and that's why you know I, I am who I am, you know, and I'm sure you you listen to my music, so you you know when people listen to my music, that's that's me. It's not, uh, it's not something that I, uh, you know, just write because I think it's cool or mm -hmm. it just, it is, it is me. It's all a little bit of me. And, and so I'm glad that nobody can come in and, you know, pull me in, in different directions or, or tell me what to do. Right. Right. So w when you're touring, do you use a dog yeah. guide or do you use a cane or no. a seeing eye wife? No, I use, that's awesome. That's what we call the end, too, the seeing eye wife. <laughs> I use the seeing eye wife quite a bit, man, but I also use the cane, too. You know, it mm -hmm. just depends on, on what's going on and, and stuff. But, uh, you know, when you're on the road, a lot of your time is spent in the car. So, um, you know, she drives everywhere, and and, uh, and we have a lot of fun together, man. We play stupid little road games, and it's great, man. It's it's a lot of fun. and It's, it's tiring. You know, mm -hmm. we get really tired, but... Uh, but man, it's it's all worth it when you hit that next town and people are so happy to see you and and listen to the music. It's uh it's such a such a rewarding thing after doing this as long as I have. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, yeah. Because you've been doing this for how long have you been touring? Ten years or uh, like yeah, going to yeah, bars and stuff? Yeah, we've been at it about. Um, yeah, I've been at this now since uh, about 2006, so about ten years now. Wow. Well, actually, I started in Arkansas probably around 2001, 2002, but uh, really full time, it's been you know 06, 07, something like that. Right. Wow. <laughs> time flies when you're having fun. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So, if another blind individual, specifically blind, came up to you and said, "Hey, I'm interested in being a musician," what's one piece of advice you give them? Really. You know, it kind of depends on their experience already. Uh, if they have no experience, I, I would suggest learning notes on a piano. You know, preferably preferably a piano that's in tune. Uh, <laughs> uh, but that's really uh, it's a really great way to get started. Uh, as long as you can learn the pitches of the notes and, and learn your basic scales and stuff like that, you know, you're on the right track. So, so just know your shit. <laughs> yeah, 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 pretty much. <laughs> I like Pretty it. Much, I like it. So the, this next question, I think I already know the answer to this, and and uh, we'll, we'll see. But who would you say has been the most helpful for you to complete your dream? Definitely my wife, Leanne. Yeah. Um, you know, she. It's. I, I think we talked about this a little bit earlier, but she really put her entire career and and her life on hold uh, for a dream that I had. You know, and when we went to Chicago for that first audition. You know, I told her, I said, if this does go somewhere, we didn't think it was going to. We thought, all right, well, we'll try it. I said, but if it does, you know, you might have to quit your job and we really might have to hit this hard. And she was totally cool with it. You know, no problem. No problem. This is what you want to do. We're going to do it. Nice. And and we have. And she's just, she's amazing, man. She puts up with a lot of shit from me. <laughs> <laughs> with a smile on her face. There there you go. And and as long as both of you are having a grand time, then that's what, that's really what matters. I mean. That's love, man. That's love. And that's, mm-hmm. that's really what it's all about. I'm, I'm truly blessed with, uh, with someone that's as much in love with me as I'm in, in love with her. And, and you guys got an interesting social media story. It started out, ended, and then you you found each other on Facebook. Definitely crazy. She uh, she got a hold of me actually uh, on my birthday. She didn't realize it was my birthday, <laughs> but uh, the morning of my birthday, I think it was 2011, uh, I got this message. You know, I just said, "Hey, Joe, this is Leanne," and I was like, "This can't be the <laughs> Leanne, like the girl that I've known, I've been in love with forever." Yeah, and it was, and so I told myself you know well i can't let can't let this opportunity pass me by and so uh messaged her back and we started talking and texting and the rest is here we are (laughs) yeah that's it man (laughs) Uh, the rest is world changing history that's for sure (laughs) (laughs) well hey that's all the questions i got for you today do you have anything you want to say to the listeners before we go ahead and conclude today i'll give you a quick moment to shout out your heart (laughs) sure man yeah i just want to say thank you to everybody you know i i get so many people from all around the world emailing me and facebook and twitter and stuff like that and telling me, man, you know, you, uh, you're such an inspiration, not just to the blind community, but to the world. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm very blessed, you know, God has blessed me with a gift and I'm just, I'm so happy that I'm able to share it with so many people and, and, and that I have so many wonderful fans 
and wonderful people in my life that that make this dream come true for me. So thank you guys, man, from the bottom of my heart. And, uh, and on behalf of Leanne as well, we really appreciate it. Uh, you know, you guys are the ones that make it possible for me to live an awesome life and, and live out my dreams and take care of my beautiful wife. And that means more to me than, than I'll ever be able to, to tell you. So if you're looking for uh, information on where, where we'll be at or where we're playing or the new record, everything will be up at blindjoe.com. So, uh, yeah, just head over there and <clears throat> excuse me and and thank you, man. I I appreciate it. Appreciate you having me on. Yeah, no problem. And and I'll also link to blindjoe.com in the show notes for people who are interested in checking it out. And uh Blind Joe is the the man that I have to say is definitely someone who followed his dreams and made what he wanted to happen. So I appreciate you, Joe, and uh hey, thanks man, for joining thank us. Thank you. You bet, brother. Thanks for having me, Michael. I appreciate it, man.